there's an agenda in front of us. Are there any additions, Mr. Parker? Uh, there are none, Your Worship. Any deletions? There is one item to be deleted under section four, item number four, and it's Sport Division Two, exception to disclosure, section 17, disclosure harmful to personal privacy. Okay. Yep. And the other three remain on? That is correct. Okay. Do I have a motion to adopt the agenda as amended? All in favor? You go to use your microphone. Do I need an agenda? Or am I supposed to have an agenda? Um, no, not really. Uh, you, uh, the agenda packages are available on the internet or the internet, so should I say? Wow. Are you looking for people waiting? Oh, well, I thought somebody was told me that there was a discussion about the cab passes. I don't know if that's on the agenda or what, but somebody told me that they couldn't make it because they were sick, but I was curious about the agenda. I don't see the uh, cab passes on the agenda. Okay. Okay. So how do I get something on that agenda? The cab passes? Yeah, they're not on. Yeah, I know. How do I get one on? Uh, you uh, you uh, write to uh, well this this woman here, uh, the executive assistant to the council. Her name is Ruth McQuaid. Uh, Ruth, do you have a card so you can go down? She can send you an email. I don't have any present, but I believe the lady left your contact information. Yeah, Okay, and then I just tell you the issue and then I guess set up the bathroom. Yes, all right. All right, thank you. Okay, thank you. Good night. Good night. Um, that takes us to the adoption of minutes from the October 13, 2020 regular council meeting. Uh, are there any changes that are required there? If not, is there somebody willing to make a motion to adopt those? Okay, all in favor of adopting the minutes of the October 13, 2020 regular council meeting as presented. All in favor. Uh, are there any public hearings, Mr. Parker? There are none, Your Worship. Any presentations to be made? There are none, Your Worship. Uh, I believe there's one bylaw, uh, bylaw 2078, repeal of valid new area structure plan, bylaw 1228. Ms. Morty? Council, if you would like to refresh your agenda, the amended item should be visible. Good evening, Council. I am here to present bylaw uh, 2078, which is a, a repeal of uh, an area structure plan called the Valley View Area Structure Plan, which was first adopted by Town Council in 1984. 
And uh, this whole process is, is because we are currently working on an Upper West Peace Area Structure Plan, which we previously brought forward to council and the need to repeal this plan kind of came forward working through that. So we are still working on that and do anticipate that that would come forward to council in the near future. But in the meantime, we're getting ahead of this portion of it. So the Valley View Area Structure Plan was adopted in 84, as I said. It is applied to lands that are currently part of the Misery Mountain Urban Park. And they are currently districted, the community district within our land use bylaw. We have owned those lands, the town, uh, since 1990. So when the plan was adopted, it was privately held land. But since that time, we the town has adopted it or acquired it. So we do have the area structure plan in place still, despite the fact that it has not been developed in the intervening time. Uh, you can see on figure two that the plan was fairly ambitious in terms of the amount of residential dwellings that it proposed to put up onto Misery Mountain. And as, as is very clear to anybody who lives in town, none of this plan has been developed, uh, save for the cell tower that we have on the Misery Mountain. This area is, is free of development aside from the ski hill. So we are proposing to repeal this plan for three main reasons. Firstly, it is inconsistent with the future land use that is prescribed in our municipal development plan which puts uh, both the development and subdivision authorities in an awkward position if an application were to come forward. We wouldn't actually be in a position to make any decisions that would support the area structure plan because it's inconsistent with the, uh, the direction provided by our municipal development plan, which is that this land is, is green space. Um, the plan also affects adjacent planning areas, including the upper West Peace area structure plan area and impacts from this plan, such as the stormwater impacts and the traffic impacts would be something that we would theoretically need to take into account and account for within that other planning document. And because this plan is not consistent with what has happened or what we anticipate to have happen in any time in the near future, uh, it doesn't make sense to account for those impacts in that way. Uh, and finally, uh, any future development of the land along these lines would require a significant amount of work to be redone in any case, uh, because given the, um, the Limitations Act, which establishes 10 years as the amount of time that we can rely on in a professional report, any of the associated work which provides for this development would need to be redone to make sure that it was still uh, something that uh, an engineer and, and the associated planning could be, could be relied on. So, uh, to repeal the area structure plan, we are required to go through the same process that's required to adopt it, meaning that a public hearing must be held prior to second reading of this bylaw. So we are here seeking first reading this evening only so that we can uh, schedule that public hearing and advertise in accordance with uh, the Municipal Government Act and our advertising bylaw. So your, your options this evening are to provide first reading to bylaw 2078 to repeal the Valley View Area Structure Plan, bylaw number 1228, or to decline to provide first reading. And it is administration's recommendation that you provide first reading. I can take any questions that you might have. That's right, yeah. Any questions, Ms. Martin? Anybody want to make a motion to uh, the first reading on bylaw 2078. 
Texas. Thank you. I understand there's no unfinished business. Uh, new business, we have a request for decision regarding the snow and ice management policy. Probably because the city of Edmonton just announced that they were going after every major snowfall. They have put the parking van in effect for a week and uh, people are supposed to get out of the way so they can take the snow off the roads. Is that your plan? Uh, they must have seen what we were doing, Your Worship. <laughs> For once, uh, they stole from the town of Peace River. Uh, so for you, uh, Your Worship and Council, is uh, just a request for decision to uh, uh, approve the uh, revised existing snow and ice management policy that uh, we last brought forth in front of you in September of this year. And uh, kind of the reason for some of the changes and going back for uh, new approval on the policy is, as discussed last time, uh, we amended the, the maps that were attached at that point. But in attaching the maps, we realized that we needed to add, it, add in some more wording for clarity on some of the sections within the policy to make sure that the two dovetailed and matched. So one of the things that we looked at was uh, bus routes. When we went back to update the map in terms of bus routes and talking to the school districts, they said, well, they constantly change. So there wasn't a lot to be gained with putting bus routes onto that map. So we decided to take that off or amend it to reflect more just approaches uh, to the, the actual schools themselves. Uh, the other thing that we looked at were emergency routes and clarified that as being from an arterial into the emergency uh, facility, whether it be the hospital, the fire hall, or an ambulance station, or uh, the RCMP. So uh, when you look at the maps, the, uh, the maps now reflect that as well. And the other thing we looked at the, the policy uh, was wording uh, just with our uh, communications coordinator to make sure that when we're communicating this policy out to the public, that uh, they can understand what the intent is behind the policy and the new measures being put in place. So uh, that's kind of the updates to the policy themselves in the, uh, the maps that we've attached. So we've reduced it from four maps to two uh, for simplicity. So the one shows the priority of routes uh, within the town. So they're reflecting what we talked about last time, arterials being uh, priority one. And uh, then uh, with those also emergency routes and also uh, areas that uh, have severe grades uh, would be elevated in that, those priorities too. So, and then uh, priority two are your collector routes and then priority three, your, your local routes and then priority four, uh, we're going back, uh, we decided to make a new class being priority four being laneways. So that way uh, residents understand kind of the priority in which we, we uh, complete our snow clearing. And as uh, discussed last time, 
with the, the proposed uh, parking bans. So now we have a map that clearly shows when those parking bans are being in effect and hopefully, that, and that will be used as part of the communication going back out to residents so that they're able to comply. And once again, uh, I think we're looking at the, a period of two years for education before we uh, result uh, to enforcement on those uh, parking bans. And so I invite any questions you may have for myself or my superintendent. Uh, yes, thanks, Jim. But just a clarification. So I'm looking at the chart in downtown, and I see a little asterisk. And the exceptions are Highway 744 and 101 Street. So I, I'm just curious. So, so basically, there would be no parking downtown during the day when the band is in effect, except if you park on those two streets? That's, that? that's correct. Uh, mm -hmm. We figured that there's sufficient parking lots downtown to absorb any other parking that might be required. And generally we tend to tackle Main Street and 101st Street uh, in the off hours and evening hours. So we're doing those ones overnight when people are now not at the businesses, they're at home. So we want to kind of tackle those as well. Uh, and uh, some of the other uh, areas with uh, on the other streets are, uh, we will try to accomplish those uh, during evening hours as well. Uh, but uh, base, basically, we looked at, okay, how much parking uh, does downtown need to support the commercial business down there? We feel that with the available parking lots that we have downtown, there's adequate parking that we can still impose those bans with, with little consequence in there. And it'll be kind of a learning effort as well as an education effort over the next two years. And so we can make some adjustments as we go through that as well. Um, yes. I, I understand the neighborhood ones because like, so for example, I live in the North End, they know where my garbage goes, I know where my recycling goes, that's where I habitually attend uh, my life. Uh, but because downtown parking is so transient, that might be a difficult one for people to habitually to. It's kind of my only concern there. Everyone else's personal neighborhood, I think they probably get that figured out. Um, is there, and, and I know you had mentioned earlier that signage because you were kind of going by signage on an as needed basis and it wasn't working. That's correct. Is there, uh, is there an opportunity to just try to apply some signage to downtown during these, how many times is it gonna come up, you know, in a year when it happens, right? Uh, I mean, you mm -hmm. still have those signs around somewhere, so I'm assuming, so maybe we, oh, we, we do. And for the we'll, exception of downtown, we could maybe do both, just so people understand that, yes, I can park downtown, just make sure I'm in the parking lots and not the streets. And, so, yeah. confusion. Um, so, if people are to park in the parking lots, I then assume that the sidewalks leading to those parking lots would be um, cleared so that there's no issues getting to and fro the parking lot on foot. So, if they are a public sidewalk, Yes, they would be clear in the priority that uh, we have them listed. I, I just want to say, Jim, I'm reading through this bylaw on the weekend that I really wanted to comment about how much I appreciate the uh, fact that you took into consideration some of the comments that were made. I think your the modifications that you made are terrific. I'm, I'm very sincere when I talk about how much I appreciate 
the changes that you made, because I think they will will be effective and make it a lot easier to be you know, reasonably enforced. So just want to thank you guys very much for the work you put into it. Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, Jim, did you say that the downtown would be cleared in the, in, at night? In the Over, overnight is when we tend to do those. Okay, okay. So, because I agree that there, that learning curve could be a little steeper in that area. Yep. Um, I guess one of the things I want to actually ask is that in order for, people don't like it when their snow removal gets changed. We saw that when there was a small yep. mineral. Um, uh, uh, that I thought wasn't a big deal, but felt, felt like a really big deal to some people. So can you equate these changes into dollars for us? So uh, I, th I think the biggest one that it would affect are overtime dollars uh, okay. with our public work staff. If we're moving the majority of the snow clearing to days in, resi in the residential areas rather than overnight, then we're having a significant decrease in overtime hours uh, for, for those staff. Okay, I appreciate that. I guess the other part of it is, is uh, when with these changes, we're going to hear rumbles. It's, it, we know that. We, yeah. I, mean, I agree with Don. You made some great changes to this bylaw. Um, but, you know, help me find the words to explain the need for the changes. So I think the the need that we want to convey to residents is we understand their work schedule and their life in terms of putting out garbage uh, and recycling. So what we're trying to do is harmonize those activities with how we're doing our snow clearing. So we're trying to take a bit to take advantage of the the days that garbage isn't out, recycling isn't out. We're trying to take advantage of the hours that they're more likely to be at work. And, and so that way, imposing a road ban within a residential area is less onerous. Third, is it going to help uh, uh, the person who's the primary caretaker at home? Maybe not. Uh, but hopefully, you know, those circumstances are a few and far between. Uh, and I think uh, there'll be some learning over the next two years in regards to that. But we, I think the overall message that we want to put out to our residents is we're trying to harmonize our policy to their daily lives as best as we can. Yes. So over by the uh, hospital, um, sort of ring road, uh, by the clinic and by the seniors' apartments. Um, those tend to get fairly congested, especially by the seniors' apartments. And I, I don't know if they have enough parking all the time. So, yeah. That's okay. Just uh, having a, a good swing at this topic, uh, Jim, just to come back to the overnight work and uh, uh, I, again, appreciate the work that you guys put into it. So, uh, does management retain the right to alter employees' work schedules so that they work a midnight to seven in the morning shift, or do we pay overtime? How is this got budget? Uh, there is a, what we call a shift differential for okay. our unionized staff that do, if we're shifting their schedule to an overnight shift, they, what, they have a shift differential that they're paid. And that's within our ability to, to do that without getting <coughs> into the labor, labor issues? That's correct. Okay. 
that brings it in. Okay, so what is it that you want, Mr. McQuaid? You want us to pass this policy? Uh, uh, you want us to pass this policy into the, the book? Yes, the pass the revised policy to worship. Okay, is there somebody that wants to do that? Uh, a motion to adopt the policy as presented, the snow and ice management policy as presented by Tom Okay, all in favor? Thank you, Council. Thank you, Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Council. So that goes from new business to reports. Alberta Police Interim Advisory Board quarterly report. Uh, is there anything in the report that needs to be underscored, uh, Mr. Ford? I'm nothing that I'm aware of. Did anyone read it? Is there anything worth it? Is there... Um, so I've got a question or two, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So on page 109, um, it's there's a bold Friday, November 6th, as a thing where we could submit um, our feelings about any of this to them. And I'm just wondering if, uh, if uh, like I don't know, the community um, uh, policing committee, did they look at this? And have they got anything? to come forward to say to this provincial group? Because we haven't seen this on our agenda yet at the mm -hmm. uh, advisory committee level. Okay, thanks. Are you gonna take it to the advisory committee? Yeah, I'll uh, forward this off to our chair and have it at our, uh, on our next meeting. Okay. Accept the information. I'll move accept the information. Uh, we have a uh, as informational letter from Northern Lights, County of Northern Lights, thanking us for uh, okay. Thank you for your assistance on getting our ICF and IDP agreements adopted and for the ongoing support from both you and your council. Uh, and the county is having their 25th anniversary. Um, pleased to send you nine of these 25th anniversary buffs. As a small token of our thanks for your support and ongoing collaboration, we look forward to hosting in 2021. Uh, when she says they're a buff, does that mean we're supposed to use them for our glasses? Or? Well, no, they're used for a number of things, but I guess you can use glasses. I think the word buff is associated with balls in one shoes. <laughs> I think it's a scarf and a mask and all sorts of things. So it's a really cool uh, 25th anniversary celebration idea, I thought. It became quite a thing as a result of Survivor. Oh. If you watched uh, Survivor, and uh, 
many people on Survivor would use them as various articles of clothing, which I do not recommend. <laughs> okay. Uh, a, uh, a motion to accept for information the letter from the County of North Mines. Mr. Needham, all in favor? Are there any notices of motion, uh, Mr. Parker? There are none, Your Worship. Okay, great. Uh, I think we had our comment from the public uh, at the beginning of the meeting, i.e., where is the cap fares agenda item? Um, is that going to be coming to? Is that an expected item in the next few weeks? I didn't realize that it was an issue. Okay. Yeah, we were just told they were going to come to council, and uh, we told them they can come. And interrupted. Yes. Uh, key communication items. Ms. Hume. Good evening. Um, yeah, so the snow and ice policy is going to be a big one. Um, now that we've got those map route maps figured out, that'll be a little bit easier to piece those together. So we'll start that ASAP. Um, Remembrance Day is coming up. Uh, I'm not sure if everybody saw the letter that the Legion sent out last week, but they won't be doing um, a physical event, uh, the pandemic, obviously. Um, so instead, the town has purchased three large um, wreaths from them for the or donated the cost for three wreaths. So we'll have those wreaths on display at Town Hall, the Baytex Energy Center and the pool until after Remembrance Day. Um, what else? Remembrance Day banners are going up overnight tonight, I believe. Yeah, tonight. So they should be on streets tomorrow morning. I think we have two or three new ones this year. Um, not a huge addition, although we are now getting to the point where some of the older ones from four and five years ago are being replaced um, due to wear and tear. And they're, the new ones, I think, are three to four inches bigger. Um, so slightly bigger ones. Um, one final thing on Remembrance Day, we've purchased ads through the radio station, just as a general message. Um, Tom, I'm s I, I need some audio from you if you're able to do that. Otherwise, we'll need to get the radio station to voice it. Okay, I will uh, get some audio to you. Okay, I sent you the script. They need it um, tomorrow at the absolute latest, I think. Tomorrow or Wednesday? Maybe Wednesday could work. They called me to follow up on Thursday last week and it sounded like they needed as soon as possible. Okay. I can, if it's coming for sure on Wednesday, I can let them know that and they can plan for it. It takes them a couple of days to get the ad actually compiled and then um, out on the air, but. Okay. Okay, pretty good. Um, should we just go into closed session or does uh, someone need, anyone need a break for five minutes? We do have to close this meeting and open up a new one, Your Worship. Okay, very good. We will then recess for five minutes and we will, uh, uh, when we're back, we'll be on another line, that same meeting.